2nd of February 2020, Sunday, 4.02pm. My name is James and this is Weird But Wonderful. Welcome to your weekly dose of weirdness, an exploration into the minds of strange people doing strange things. On this show, we cover everything from psychology journals and peer-reviewed studies to ridiculous news stories, all in the pursuit of trying to understand what makes people tick. And we're going to jump straight into this episode. Special thank you to our producer patron, Sam, for sending in this story. We're going to take a a visit to our favorite employment website, seek.com.au, where an employer has defended a job advertisement discouraging, quote, over-entitled millennials after Seek forced her to remove the statement as it allegedly breached age discrimination requirements. Among qualities such as being well-presented, eager to learn, and proficiency with a computer, the listing stated, quote, Unfortunately, the successful applicant will not be an over-entitled millennial with an inflated sense of entitlement. The licensee of Warilla Licensed Post Office, Angela Cramp, says the statement wasn't a joke. Way to double down on that one then, Angela, hey? If you head over to patreon.com forward slash mypixelpersona, for those of you who are supporters of the show, you'll be able to see in the show notes the actual job listing itself which is <laughs> buck wild that they wrote that down. Angela uh, went on though. She's she's essentially very proud of what she has done and said and feels the need to uh, double down on it. So she said, quote, we want someone who understands that this is an entry-level job, she told nine news, uh, nine.com.au. Quote, if they think they will be equal to people who have been doing this job for five years just because they got there on the first day, then I'd rather them not bother or waste our time applying for the job. The statement was removed from the listing after Seek contacted Miss Cramp saying the language used breached anti-discrimination laws. Ah, you know, who gives a fuck? These fucking millennials. Hey, I'll take a breach if I can get these fucking millennials out of here. Miss Cramp denied the post was discriminatory and said she is happy to employ a younger person if they fit the requirements of the job. So someone categorically said, Miss Cramp, we're going to have to remove your post. Uh, in fact, we have removed it already because the language that you used was discriminatory against people of a certain age group. And her res- so that's that's a statement of fact to which her response was, no, it isn't. Um. No, it is. And that's why your CCAD was removed and why many news outlets have now written articles about you because (laughs) it was discriminatory. I love the idea of someone doing something wrong. It's categorically wrong. They've been proven wrong. And not only that, it's against the law. And (laughs) and the the person uh, being hit with that just says, no, it's not. No, it is, though. It is. And that's really, that's the whole point of this that's not up for debate or discussion. Because is, and you can't say isn't. Because, and we'll just check again, is. Okay? She said, quote, it's time to get through to young people. I cannot believe this chick is just like, you know what? Not only is it not discriminatory, I'm going to I'm going to double down and I'm a triple down on it. Hey, is this KFC's double down? No, it isn't. This is Angela Cramp from Warilla Licensed Post Office slapping you with a triple down. 
quote, it's time to get through to young people. If there are job requirements, you need to take instructions. And if you've never heard the word no in your life, this isn't for you. So don't waste your time or mine in applying. Fucking millennial scum. She says employers are looking for someone who, quote, can accept that they're at the bottom of the pecking order. This this insane lady just has it in her mind that every young person thinks they know everything. And a lot of them don't think that way. Crazy thought. A lot of them are, you know, self-aware enough and educated enough to realize that they don't know everything. That's the crazy thing about the more you learn about stuff, because the more you learn, the more you realize there is to learn. So the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. And people get that. But she's, I think she's had like one bad experience and she's like, fuck them forever. Or she just listens to a current affair and gets her worldview of literally everyone, all subcultures and groups of people from, you know, Tracy Grimshaw. Mwah. Australia's guiding light. Tracy Grimshaw. Hey, Tracy, who has all the money? The poor people who don't have jobs. Okay. You know what they should do? Get jobs. All right, Tracy. Except for the fact that there's um, close to a million people unemployed and only about 144,000 jobs available. So let's say we fill those jobs. What do the other like five to 600,000 people do? They get a job, fucking lazy scum. This is Tracy Grimo signing off. If you watch A Current Affair, don't listen to this podcast because you're fuckhead. You're a fuckhead. Unless you tune into uh, A Current Affair ironically or you're watching it just to see what insane shit they're, they're spewing into people's ears this fucking week. <laughs> bit, of a, bit of a tangent there, but also a peek, peek into you know my mind. Quote, if they have expectations that they will be in charge of the business on the first day, then they will not be successful in this job, Miss Cramp said. Yeah, is that their understanding? Is that what they think? Ah, yes. All young people coming into a role their very first day and saying, uh, take a seat, Angela. I've got it from here. I've been here for three minutes. I'm pretty sure I know how this whole shop is run. Uh, Mark, pick up those boxes and let's put them over there because we're going to maximize distribution. Angela, shut your fucking mouth, all right? I've been here four minutes, okay? I know how this whole place operates and I'm going to run it now more efficiently than you can, boomer. Anyway, Jesus, what do these people, what do these people think young people think? She said that while the listing may turn some people off applying, she has still received a significant number of applications. Yeah, that's, that's because some people are in a position so dire that they need any work possible, even if they know, oh, 
in applying for this job, I know that the person I'm going to be working for is a tyrannical lunatic who hates anyone who isn't three to five years either side of her own age. And they have to just take that on board, be aware of the fact that, hey, this is really going to fucking suck, but it sucks less than homelessness. So I guess I'll bite the bullet and work for this human piece of shit just so I can, I don't know, not starve to death and die. <laughs> that's that's really it at the end of the day, Angela. Um, you are slightly better than starving to death and being homeless. So that's why people still apply to your job, because people still need to earn a living, even when employers such as yourself are pieces of shit. Okay? I love how she's she's taken that as uh, well, it can't be too bad because people are still applying. Yeah, because people need jobs. People need job for money to not die. Okay? Quote, we have had a lot of applications, so there aren't people who took offense. Yeah, again, they. Um, I'm assuming people just went, uh, you know, I got to apply for something. I need some money coming in. We want a team player and someone who wants to learn our business. And you sound like the person to do that. You sound like you sound like a really good teacher and mentor, Angela. Quote, if they were turned off by the message, then maybe they were never going to be successful anyway. Nine.com.au has contacted Seek for a response. People like this exist in the world. This is what we're learning today. That steaming piles of shit who are so fucking dumb and detached from reality, uh, unfortunately, are still in positions where they can employ people and have power over people. That's scary. That's scary. If your if your ideals are so discriminatory and just shitty, maybe we should just sort of ship you off. You don't you don't get to be in charge of people anymore. Oh, sorry, Angela. Turns out you really suck. And um, we we don't want you being in a position of power. And we certainly don't want your um, dumb, regressive, shitty, dipshit ideals to bleed into the culture of the company, which quite obviously it has because a CCAD went out that represented the company and said, hey, if you're young... Go fuck yourself. Oh, well, if you didn't if you didn't like my discriminatory language, which it was, but she said, nah, it's not is. If you don't like my my how I talk and how I discriminate against people, then maybe this just isn't the job for you. You know? What a fucking what an idiot. For this next story, let's take a trip to Sydney, to Australia's largest bookstore, Kinokuniya. I hope I'm saying that right, uh, which is a bookstore in Sydney that has recently had to issue an open letter to customers after a dating coaching company was found to be using the store to give clients, quote, practical experience for their pickup techniques. Ah, yes. Shall we go out to the bookstore today and... You know, I've uh, heard about uh, this 
book that I want to pick up. It's called Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. Um, really hoping to get into writing and learning more about the creative process of writing. I think I might head out and pick up that today. Sure hope no one fucking comes up to me and tries to pitch me their pickup lines and techniques. Can you leave people alone for a second? For just a second, you know? This It's funny because this story actually reminds me of uh, my favorite song by Linkin Park, you know? It starts with one thing. I don't know why, but everywhere I go, there's a horny guy. Fuck off. It's so strange, right? I came to this bookstore for books. You know? Don't want to fuck. It's just we. It's funny how the last thing that I had in mind when coming to this bookstore was fucking, you know? It's so strange how that worked. But here we are. Here we are presented with presented with dipshits trying to fuck. Cool. I just wanted to get books and read. Oh. Oh, this is a fuck opportunity for you, is it? Cool. Look, I'm not I'm not anti-dudes approaching women, you know? I get it. That's how you get to know people. That's how you forge relationships. That's how relationships start. I get that. But it feels like it feels in this particular case it's predatory as fuck it just is it feels like they've set a trap hey welcome back to uh alpha coaching where we teach you how to fuck anyway tip number one bitches love books write that down number two um Where's the biggest bookstore? Uh, it's in Sydney. The trap is laid. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to hide and approach women as they shop. Seems, I don't think anyone at this coaching place said it out loud because it sounds way worse when you put it into words and say it and speak it into the world. Ah, oh, yes, they shall come for books. But little do they know that they're walking right into our trap. Oh, you want to innocently shop for books, do you, Lauren? Sorry, but you've walked into our training camp and you are our prey. So you came for books, but we came to fuck. Mm, Gonna have to hit on you and everyone else in here relentlessly now. Sorry. Sorry, you can't even have your book time to yourself fucking dudes fucking suck sometimes quote it has come to our attention that a dating coaching company has been using our store to give their clients practical experience much to our dismay the apology began we apologize to our customers who have been approached in the store or had negative experiences of someone trying pick up techniques with them i bet that when the people started this bookstore they never envisioned a time where they would have to be releasing a press statement to their customers saying, hey, this is still a safe environment for you to buy books at our bookstore, you know? I know that it's become a breeding ground and sort of like a frenzied area of um, fuck attempts where dudes like try their dumbass dipshit pickup lines on you. But hey, we're still all about books, so please don't leave our business. I can't 
surely, surely these people should have just sued them for a potential loss of business. That's just what they should have done. Fuck them. Stop. Hey, stop turning our bookstore into your fucking training ground, you goddamn weirdos. <laughs> or someone just with a with a can of salt sees them and then runs over to them. Yeah, yeah, get out of here, snail. Yeah. Kina Kunia has confirmed that they have contacted the pickup artist company in question and have asked them not to return to the premises, making it abundantly clear to any of these coaching companies that they are not welcome in the store. You know when you know when at your job when you have to do something that comes up that one you're like, oh, I never thought that would be part of my role or you know, <laughs> just I can imagine the person they were like, um, yeah, so um Brad, what you're going to do today is you're going to ring up, um, we've sort of gotten a list here of dating companies, uh, you're going to ring each of those up and say to them, uh, you're not welcome on the premises um, because they've turned our bookstore, our bookstore into a training ground for dipshits. So um, that's your day today having a sea of wildly uncomfortable conversations with people and saying, hey, can you try not to fuck in my bookstore, please? Because it's about books. Thanks. The management team also assured customers that staff and security at the Sydney store in the galleries, shopping centre have been made aware of the issue and are on high alert for this sort of behaviour. That it seems weird because how do you differentiate between someone who's just like, what if there is a dude who's, you know, one time sees a girl reading a book and he's like, oh, purple cow. He's like, oh, that's, um, I've been meaning to read that. What's it like? And she's like, hey, fuck you, buddy. All right. I saw the news article. The fuck out of here. Oh, I'm just Seth Godin fan. Okay. Ruining it for everyone, you weird dating coaching company. Oh, man. Quote, we've become aware of it in increments. Occasionally, a staff member would notice something that looked a hell of a lot like an aggressive hit going on and sort of lurk to see if their instinct was correct. Sorry, what? We became aware of it in increments. Occasionally, a, a staff member would notice something that looked like that looked a hell of a lot like an aggressive hit going on and sort of lurked to see if their instinct was correct. An employee named Benita, whose name has been changed for privacy reasons, told Pedestrian TV, quote, Every now and again, a female customer would complain on Twitter or less frequently to staff in person. I'm happy to say that nobody held us responsible. They just wanted to make us aware. Benita also explained how staff eventually found out about coaching sessions after one of the alleged coaches let slip that they were using the store for their practical workshops. Hey, welcome back to uh, Alpha Training Workshops today. Uh, what we're going to be covering is the approach. Hey, guys, and uh, funnel in, guys, funnel in. Okay, um, and they're just they're just at the back somewhere in, in a book aisle. Yeah, no, funnel in, guys, funnel in. So today we're going to be trying the approach. So you're going to go up and say, uh, <laughs> books, right? 
that's your opener. And then see where that goes, you know, see how that feels. All right. Now everyone spread out and pick a target and we'll meet back here in 15. Quote, he said, I have to go. I'm actually in here coaching someone. And after he left this staff member and I looked at another one and said, what the fuck sort of coaching could be could be doing in here? This is the most insanely badly written thing I've read in my life. I followed him around for a bit and sure enough, victims of the inappropriate and frankly disgusting behavior have voiced their complaints of men trying to use classic pickup lines on them while they were minding their own business, perusing the shelves of the cult favorite bookstore. What are, what are these pickup lines that are so genius that these guys are using? Moby Dear can't, too easy, too easy. We're not even going to, we're not even going to finish that joke because it's so easy. <laughs> Quote, it was really gross. I was in the literary section I'd, and I'd been standing there for a while and saw this guy come up to different women. Sydney woman Chloe told Pedestrian TV, he eventually came up to me and was like, sorry to bother you, but I really need a book recommendation. I've been trying to get back into reading. Anyone's response to that in 2020 is, yeah, rad. Um, fucking Google it, dude. Oh yeah, I'm looking for a book recommendation. Well, first of all, at bookstores, there generally tends to be like a list of the number one books, right? Crazy, there's also a number one bestsellers list. So you can start there if you want to. And then have a have a flick through and then pick out one that falls into a genre that maybe you like. Crazy, but there's a there's one way. Another one is just typing in like best books of 2019 into Google. Best horror books. Best romance novels. You know, any Anything that doesn't involve you really in a lame fucking way going up to some girl in a bookstore. Hey, I've been trying to get back into reading. You've been trying to get back into reading. Okay, you're a bookstore dog. Like, go to go to any genre section. Go to the staff pick section. Go to the number one best-selling section. Uh, fuck off. Oh, yeah, I've really been trying to get back into reading lately. Oh, well, you're in the right place, but fuck off. I bet these dudes thought, like, this is genius. Because then she'll say, oh, what type of books are you normally into? And then that's where it starts. And then you just sort of flow the convo from there, bro. Vibe it out. Thankfully, Chloe was already aware of these sorts of bookstore pickup tactics made popular in Neil Strauss's book, The Game, is it really? The bookstore pickup is in the game? Dog. Oh. That's the best. So these guys aren't really even like, like, oh yeah, these are our patented techniques. At Alpha Coaching and Training, these are our patented techniques. No, no they're not. You read some guy's book. And then was like, uh, yeah, we do, uh, we do what this guy said. <laughs> Immediately feeling like something was off during the encounter, Chloe was able to quickly deflect the unwanted and completely unwarranted attention by recommending particularly feminist titles. That's the best. That's the best. Quote, I was like, okay, I'm going to throw this guy a curveball. I was like, oh, the best book I read last year was Fight Like a Girl by Clementine Ford. Yes. 
<laughs> I wonder if he was like, oh, cool, cool. I'll pick that one up. Clementine Ford, you said? Chloe, who asserts that she's actually here for her own purposes, not to be recommending books to random people, claims she watched the man attempt the same tactic on other women in the store before eventually calling it quits half an hour later. (laughs) It's not working, Greg. Greg, I've asked nine chicks, what's their favorite book of 2019, bro? Okay. And I haven't made out with one of them. It's been 16 minutes, nine girls deep, and I'm not macking on some babes. And you just got to trust the process, bro. I've trusted the process, bro. I'm not macking. (laughs) We watched him for a really long time. He just did circles around women. Then about half an hour later, he left. Didn't tell the bookstore at the time because I didn't realize it was a pattern. Although she didn't report the incident to the bookstore at the time, a Kunakinia employee later reached out to her after she shared her story on Twitter. Thankfully, thankfully, the employee was really professional, making sure Chloe was okay. The unnamed employee who spoke to Chloe also asserted that the pickup artists in question have been using the store for a while, claiming staff have been trying to get them out for ages. A similar sentiment was shared by Benita, who claims the incidents regularly occurred during Saturday shifts. So that's the, that's the time to not go pick up a book, apparently. Quote, we thought they were isolated incidents, though. Sort of just random choices of venue made on a whim by various fuckboys. But the people who work Saturdays started noticing sus behavior happening every week and eventually started recognizing the same key group of people, many of whom I'm revolted to say were women. So women were using the dating coach company as well to hit on other women. Okay. Why are you revolted to say women as well? Uh, it's like being 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 a gross piece of shit isn't well, it tends to skew one way more than another, but it doesn't hey, you know, no one's no no gender is free from from being, being a predatory fuckhead, you know? It's just it's the problem that I have with stuff like this is that like I just want to go to the place to do the thing at the place that the place is for and like you should just I don't know maybe some people um I'm not much of like a people person so maybe if you're a people person and you really enjoy talking to people um and you know meeting new people and all that kind of stuff maybe you you relish the opportunity for an interaction with another person um at a place where you maybe share common interests or whatever which the more i say that seems like a fairly normal thing (laughs) to have happen but then i'm thinking of other contexts like where social interaction is maybe more likely so like say if you're into art and you go to like um someone does like a gallery showing or something like that right which is a you know, it's a very relatable thing that we all do. You know, we all go to uh, art gallery showings. Um, but like uh, social interaction there is more expected or you anticipate there to be some social interaction at a place like that. Does that make sense? Instead of like, if I'm just going to a shop to get a thing or to like browse, there's less, at least in my mind, there's, 
less of a reason that I would eventually find myself interacting with someone. Does that make sense? When you have an expectation around a place and or or you're or you just want to fucking get in and get out and like do your thing, right? You're just doing your thing and then someone else is like it feels like they're hijacking your not time or whatever, but your experience or you know what I mean? Like you have you have an intention in mind for what you're gonna do. And there are other people out there who are like, no. Uh, that's not going to be your experience today. Uh, I shall be taking the reins and uh, altering your experience in a way that you didn't anticipate. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. After condemning the awful behaviour in their lengthy apology, Kunakinia Sydney reminded customers that the store is a place for discussion and that they don't want people to discourage organic communications from taking place. So maybe it is... I don't know, whenever I've gone to a bookstore, you rarely ever talk to anyone. Maybe you talk to, like, the person behind the counter. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe it's different with this bookstore because it's fucking gigantic. However, there's a big difference from organically meeting your new best friend or love interest while on the hunt for your next good read and being specifically targeted by these pickup artists who literally needed to pay someone to teach them how to talk to women. That's That's kind of the point that I'm making is that I'm going here to like get a book, you know, browse around, you know, you enjoy books, you enjoy that time. Rarely do you go to a bookstore with other people and it'd be like a social event. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. And then for just someone to be like, no, ah, I shall be laying in wait for you to come to the bookstore and then I shall use my pickup lines on you. It's kind of like... Ah, oh, can you fuck off? Can you can you fuck off, please? I came here for a thing and you now you're making it about your I came here for my thing and you're making it about your thing now. I just want to do my thing. Thankfully, Kunakinia acted quickly and professionally to resolve the issue and keep the store as safe as a safe space for book lovers to enjoy. The only thing anyone should be trying to pick up at a bookstore is a good read. And then the article actually finishes by saying, don't be gross. (laughs) I'd say don't be weird. Maybe we'll make it into t-shirts, you know. I came came here for my thing. Don't make it about your thing. Or just fuck off. (laughs) That's an easier one. Hey, fuck off. Leave me alone. That's going to do it for this episode. Uh, If you're a supporter of the show on Patreon, stay tuned for your post-credits bonus content your bonus question that's still to come uh the show is very much turning into a marvel movie where uh after the credits there is uh some some secret uh you know bonus content some post credits bonus uh, head over to at one weird podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up to date with all the goings on. Again, a very special thank you to our patrons, uh, Shane, Sam, our producer patron, Sam. You know, without you guys, this all really wouldn't be possible. You know, you you keep me going, you keep the lights on, and uh, you know, I just I say it all the time, but so appreciative that there are people who 
enjoy this show and enjoy what I'm making and, and they want to support it and back it to, to keep getting more of it. And um, it just means the world to me. So again, you know, thank you guys so much for that. And if you want to become a supporter of the show or you want to support me, um, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash my pixel persona. It's M-Y-P-I-X-E-L-P-E-R-S-O-N-A. Um, check out the tiers. You can get bonus content. You can get videos of the podcast now. There's a video episode, uh, uh, sorry, a video version of this episode. Um, you also get episodes early. So, you know, if any of that sounds like something you're interested in, or if you just want to show your support, you know, go, go check it out and subscribe today. And don't forget if you are a current Patreon subscriber, there is a special RSS feed link that you can get on the Patreon page. It'll also, it would have also been emailed to you, but you can also find it on uh, just the Patreon page. Um, And if you paste that, that link into your um, sort of podcast app of choice, you'll get the uh, early episodes straight into, you know, the podcast app that you use. uh, And you'll also get the, the bonus content episodes will just go straight into your feed. So, um, check that out if you haven't already. Uh, you can find me at my pixel persona on Instagram and Twitter. Again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, share the show with a friend that really helps spread the word. Uh, leave a review, a five-star review, wherever you get your podcasts that also helps out. And, uh, this has been episode 51. Come back for episode 52 and I'll see you next time. Peace. Okay. Patrons. Uh, we may run out of video halfway through because the, the light is flashing at me. So the video may turn off at some point, but, you know, the audio shall continue. Uh, our patron exclusive question. A New Zealand teacher has been charged for punching a student in the face after the 13-year-old said he had a mustache like a pedophile would. Hey, teacher! Uh, yes? (laughs) You look like a pedo, sir. Sorry? What was that? You look like a kitty fiddler, sir. Cool. So weird that, like, when did did just a strip of hair across the the top of your lip all of a sudden (laughs) make you akin to a pedophile? Oh, man. It's strange it's strange that there are like there are well, I mean not really, because it's just there probably have been pedophiles who had that and then that just became the look we attributed to them. So I was gonna say, you know, it's it's weird that certain clothes and glasses and hairstyles and facial hairstyles make us assume certain things about people and it's like, well no, the people who were doing the bad stuff gave those things the bad rap that they have. So sort of checks out. The unnamed male teacher was playing touch football for the college social team at the time of the incident, which took place in 2018, while the student watched from the sideline. A statement from New Zealand's teaching council this week revealed that as teacher K came off the field, student B accused him of having a pedophile mustache. That's in an official document. <laughs> That's. Uh, yes, Mark, 
we were called Teacher K, uh, came off the field and uh, told Jonathan, student B, um, that he um, the the student accused him of um, having the appearance of a pedophile. So um, naturally, Teacher K kicked the shit out of him, and <laughs> now we're having this meeting. Um, Teacher K then approached the student and asked him if he wanted a smack in the face. Okay. To which student repl- to which the student replied, yes, right here, and pointed to his cheek. Oh, what a series of unfortunate events this is. Hey, sir, you look like a pedophile. You want a smack in the face? Sure do, sir. Fucking <laughs> just went for it. He's like, oh, hey, he asked for it. It's very much like... Um, you know, if if you're doing a drug deal and you ask someone if they're a cop, they legally have to tell you that they're a cop. You know, obviously. And in this case, you know, when you when you ask someone, do you want to smack in the face, regardless of your position and reg- regardless of who they are, if you ask someone, do you want to smack in the face, and they say yes. Bing, bang, boom, you're legally allowed to do it. Let's continue reading this article, which will naturally confirm this to be the truth and the case. Teacher K then punched student B once with a closed fist, the statement reads. The teacher reportedly walked away after hitting the teen before coming back over and saying, you're not laughing now. He staunched him. He fucking, this dude comes back and staunches a t- a full-grown male teacher staunches a teenage student. Ain't no fucking laughing now, are ya? <laughs> Holy shit. He has since been charged with assault. Oh, come on! By police and referred to the teaching council discipli- disciplinary tribunal. The boy was mostly unharmed. Well, I look like a goof. After I just said that stuff about legally being able to do it. In his own defense, the teacher said he was frustrated that the student had continually teased him about his mustache. Oh, how does that disciplinary tribunal go? Um, I would just like to say, because he's New Zealand, I have to do... I'm sorry. It's not offensive that I'm doing the accent. It's just he's New, he's from New Zealand. I'm trying to make the story authentic. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so I was playing touch footy with the boys and and student B, Brad, uh, little fuckhead, kept saying, Hey sir, hey sir, your mustache looks like a looks like what a pedophile would have. And um that really hurt my feelings. And I ignored it, you know, as you should. What is this? This accent is like waning between like potentially Lebanese and maybe even South African. It's all over the place. Shut up. Um, (laughs) uh, He continuously uh, teased me about my facial hair, which I thought made me look pretty dashing, if I do say so myself. Um... He didn't think that that was the case. 
and uh, continued to inform me that I had the physical appearance of a uh, child predator. Um, and after about 13 or 14 times, I really snapped and I said, uh, hey, you little fucking bastard, do you want to smack in the face? And he said, uh, yeah, fucking right here, sir, fucking bring it on. Uh, and I brought it on and this accent <laughs> and I uh, brought it on and uh, really, really fucked him up. And then later I may have come back and said, uh, you're not fucking laughing now, you little shit, are you? And uh, to which he, he wasn't. He wasn't laughing. I would like to point out that at that time, the steps that I had taken, if I do say so myself, appeared to have worked. So uh, I'm sorry, but it also it did work. So it's hard to be too sorry. Uh, thank you, disciplinary tribunal. So the uh, teased him about his mustache. The teen had allegedly made a similar comment the day before and noted that it was upsetting as a male teacher to be called a pedophile. He also claimed to be receiving ongoing counselling and medication for depression and anxiety. Okay, so unrelated. I thought he was going to say ongoing um, counselling for the incident. <laughs> Look, you know, Mark, it's just a mustache, you know, just shave it. You know, you're not a pedophile, okay? Just shave the mustache and he'll stop calling you a pedophile. But don't I also look uh, dashing at the same time? You don't look dashing, mate. There's nothing dashing about just a mo, okay? Unless it's Movember, okay? During which time everyone knows that it's definitely not pedo-related. It's all about prostate cancer and fundraising and, you know, that makes you cool. But uh, just the mo outside of November, it's not dashing, mate. Perhaps just a little bit. Not at all. Not at all. Okay? I'll tell you right now, I'm having a hard time not calling you a fucking pedo to your face. Okay? It, you've got a very pedo look about you. <laughs> With that mustache on, you've got a very pedo look about you. That's his counsellor saying that to him. Kind of fucked up. I may have made that up. Uh, the tribunal was ultimately unsympathetic to the defense, however, and insisted in their verdict that, quote, a teacher needs to be above such an emotive knee-jerk reaction. Quote, punching a child's head is a very serious matter, they declared. We do declare that punching a child's head is very serious. We do declare. Um, it seems like... A weird way to describe that. Just, uh, yes, uh, punching a child's head is a very serious matter. Don't punch children's heads. We recognize that Teacher K was offended by the student's jibes about his mustache, but just as a student cannot retaliate towards another student in this matter, neither can a teacher. So, uh, turns out that potentially I was wrong. And if someone says uh, that they do want uh, a punch, I guess you're not allowed to give it to them. So, so I would just like to take this opportunity to apologize for leading you astray. Hopefully, between uh, me saying that and you hearing me say this now, you didn't pause the podcast, uh, assault someone, 
and then you know you've come back later to find out that um i've led you astray so hopefully that's not the case and um you know i guess the takeaway from this episode is um don't punch kids in the head see you next time